0: what's up everybody thanks so much for tuning into the I Choose Series podcast on this next episode we have an opportunity to speak with Jordan Sterrell an amazing guy coming from Ronkonkoma Long Island New York Uh, I'm a native Long Islander myself so it was awesome to speak with Jordan Jordan sits down with us and shares uh, the most vulnerable aspects of his addiction Uh, it's an incredible episode and uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts so let us know what you think
1: Jordan,
2: nice to meet you. You too.
1: Thanks so this much is, for coming uh, on the show, man.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. You know, like, uh, we talked briefly earlier this, you know, uh, this afternoon, and when I seen, uh, you know, Eddie's, uh, I guess, clip um, or film, you know, the film that you made uh, with Eddie in it, you know, I got uh, I got pretty, like, excited and, and fired up, and then I didn't see it for a while, and then I, I seen the the uh, Facebook lives coming through and I seen the other people start to like talk about whatever it is that they were talking about, share their stories, uh, their ideas, uh, views. And, uh, you know, I I decided to hit up Eddie and, um, you know, try and get involved because, excuse me, I don't know. Ever since I got uh, sober, it's, it's, I just can't stop, you know? Um, I'm, I love to, to, try and live life to the fullest, you know, to the best of my ability every day. And some days that looks, you know, absolutely terrible. Um, You know, sometimes it's a week trying to get out of a funk uh, because, you know, not every day is easy. Not every week is easy, but it's something that I do every day. And it's, I would say that it's absolutely the the reason I'm still here, you know, nine years later, because, uh, you know, I don't give up. And, um, you know, so, from Long Island, uh, grew up in Ronkonkoma, and uh, you know, obviously Long Island and really everywhere has a pretty big uh, opiate and and then eventually a heroin problem. So I got caught up in that, and um, you know, started off at an early age doing you know drinking and, and smoking in the woods, and that turned into uh, progressively worse things uh, to the point where you know I was doing things that I thought I would never do, and. The, the thing that I try, and, the, the point that I try and get across, because, you know, me and a buddy of mine started something called Upside. We go to high schools and, and we tell our stories in a unique way. Um, you know, he's from Manorville and I'm from Ronkonkoma. And our, our lives couldn't be any different. You know, we ended up in the same rehab on the same day um, yeah, for the same problem. And, uh, you know, he was wondering why did that happen to him? And I was wondering the same thing and uh 20 institutions later i I still couldn't figure out um how to get out of this place that i was in you know um and then finally something happened where you know i it's funny i choose you know uh i like the tagline you are the lead in your your life story because that's exactly what i did um you know there was a day that came where i didn't want to use drugs and i used them anyway and i was in a treatment center and uh You know, I remember banging my head against the wall for like five days after that, thinking like, how does this happen? Like, I'm never going to get it. This is this is not going to work for me. And um, for some reason, I stayed in that that treatment center. And, you know, something clicked uh, in the next place that I went to because I was in four back to back and uh, something clicked in that place. And I started to see people doing things that I wasn't familiar with. They were going to meetings. They were doing they were carrying around this book. And uh, they were happy, you know. And uh, I wanted to do that, but I didn't know what that book was, and I didn't know where they were going. So, you know, I started on on that journey, and uh, you know, been doing it for a while.
1: Um, Dude, let me interrupt you for a second, there, man, because you and I—we don't know each other, you know. We've um, we've been connected through this whole I Choose project, which I'm very, very grateful for, because um, this whole thing—that's what this is about. This is. You know, I'm trying to build basically a campaign in a community where we can support each other. And it's not just about addiction. You know, as it continues to grow, I want to focus on all different types of individuals who have made a specific choice and overcome triumphantly, overcome the challenges and the difficulties in their life. You know, that's why it's the, the tagline is, you know, you are the lead in your life story. Um, and I think everybody c- from time to time can be struggling with that. I want to know what led you down the path of addiction to drugs
2: <laughs> a lot of things one of the things was that uh I couldn't seem to to focus I couldn't seem to you know in school I went from regular classes to modified to special ed to you know uh, super self-contained to um, get an axe to leave my high school satrum Then once I went to that alternative school I got asked to leave that school and it was just like a, a non-compliant, like I just had a bad attitude towards life. Anxious, depressed, you know, absolutely. And I just couldn't, I just didn't, you know, I felt like I didn't fit into the world. And I didn't necessarily, um, I didn't know how to to fit in. And when mm-hmm. I say fit in, not, not always, you know, um, in the way that uh, most people think about it, but like, even in my own, you know, in my own house, um, how do I fit in? Why am I always getting in trouble and how come I can't control my impulses? And so that, so impulse control was, was a real problem for me. Uh, I got in trouble and then I, you know, I remember getting high and it was like, wow, like, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't, um, I don't want to act out because I feel good. And I remember that feeling, you know, the first time. And, uh, You know, I chased that for for a while, for, you know, I don't even know how many years, a pretty long time.
1: Mm. So let me ask this question, man. So how long were you in this, like, in the darkness, man? How long were you in the hole for?
2: Um, I would say once it got, once I got to the point where, so I started smoking weed in, I don't know, sixth, seventh grade, you know, in the woods with, with friends, mainly older friends. and then. Um, you know, obviously, well, for me, not obviously, but for me, that that didn't seem to be that big of a deal. You know, my friends were mm-hmm. doing it; um, they were doing fine in life. And then, as I progressed and started trying new things, um, once I once I took opiates, really, that's when things changed for me. That's when I started to decline in school, and that's when I stopped, you know, playing sports. Um, I couldn't see it. Did at you the start time. with
1: painkillers at first?
2: Or? Yeah, pain. Um, Yeah, definitely uh, Vicodins. I remember, you know, taking a Vicodin for the first time and it it turned off all those noises that were in my head, all those Mm -hmm. uh, voices that would make me question myself. You know, am I standing the right way? You know, uh, do I look the right way? Do I have something on my face? Um, Just self-conscious to a point where, you know, it sounded like voices. Um, It sounded like other people's voices.
1: Yeah, I think that um, I think that a lot of people today are struggling with that. You know, we kind of live in this, this world right now where it feels almost like everything we do is under that microscope. You know, I think a lot of it, yeah, is due to social media between your Instagrams, your Facebooks, Twitter, Snapchat, all that stuff. I mean, it's all about people seeing everyone else's highlight reels, <laughs> but no one sees, like, the reality of what's going on in our lives. You know, everything just looks so great, and sometimes we wind up comparing ourselves to that, you know? Do you think that plays a part in it
2: yeah well for me this is before i mean absolutely but before social media uh to to relate to that it was like all right well i have a green bike and it's you know made by whatever company but my friend got a bike on the same day and his was yellow and it was a certain brand that i really wanted but i didn't get that brand so now my bike doesn't mean anything to me you know i should be excited and happy but now it's like I don't have the right thing you know Mm. um so there
1: was kind of a mis a miscommunication maybe with the understanding of like the value of things
2: yeah because if you know if it wasn't what other people thought was cool or if if it wasn't what other people wanted and liked and even had yeah um then you know there there i go again i'm the square peg uh in the round hole All right, so
1: let me let me let me understand this because you know so far we've had an opportunity. You're the fourth person we've had on this show, and man, I'm super grateful. You know, for um, just for the the outreach that we've gotten. I mean, people have really seemed to responded well to um, to the brand and what it is that we're trying to build with this whole I choose thing. So, where are you now?
2: As far as what um, right now, I'm in a. As far as like
1: life. And- <laughs> Well, it looks good. (laughs) But I mean, as far as like life is concerned, like where's your head at today?
2: I mean, today I'm, I'm pretty motivated. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I want to do. I celebrated nine years sober, um, September, thank you, uh, September 8th. And I mean, every, (laughs) it's like every year I try and do something new, try and do something big, you know, um, bigger than, than I did the last time, whether it's personal development or trying something new, like starting a business. Um, so, you know, I've done like crazy things, uh, you know, that I'm willing to do because I, I want to be better. So I've done, you know, these different types of immersion seminars where it's like 40 hours of learning in, in like three days. And, and you know, you, you go deep into what it is um, that affects your life in like a negative way. And then you go and change that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's about take an action. And so I'm about to do that again. And, and, you know, I'm involved in like a personal development, uh, circle where, you know, we have like an accountability coach and, uh, stuff like that. So, you know, I just, I, I have a family now. I just had a son. Um, Yo, a
1: congratulations, man.
2: yeah. So How old that, he- that really changed. He's, he's 14 months, um, on the 16th of this month.
1: <laughs> That's beautiful, man. I'm a dad too. So, I, I love oh, it really nice, <laughs> yeah. what do you have
2: boy girl? Two girls and a boy. Oh wow, you got three Wow
1: <laughs> It's a party over here, man. <laughs> yeah, right?
2: You're really doing it. Where are you hiding <laughs> them? I don't I don't see him in the background or hear him.
1: <laughs> I know I've got a special place here. It looks kind of cool sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm in a garage right now. I'm, I'm at my dad's man. house too. I'm not even at home, yeah, because <laughs> it would be crazy right now, but um yeah, yeah, so that's cool. So,
1: dude, tell me about this thing that you're doing in high schools. What's that about? First of all, what's the name of it again?
2: It's called Upside. Is there a website? Um, we don't have a website. Um, you know, we've been, building, we've been building it for the past, like, three years. Uh, we we kind of network inside the, the schools. Mm. So uh, we haven't we, – we had a website, and then, you know, it just – it wasn't what we wanted. So uh, we're actually working on that now. Well, yeah, we do 90-minute assemblies, and we tell our stories. And, uh, you know, it's crazy because that's something that I never thought I would be able to do with, would be to help people in um, any way, never mind, to go into a high school and talk to the kid who's struggling or maybe struggling because uh, you don't really know who you're talking to, um, to talk to the people who might be struggling or have family members that are struggling and, uh, you know, kind of plant that seed to – to let them know that there are people that are are there to listen like guidance counselors and and you know uh, social workers people who work in the schools Um, because like in my story I never took advantage of those people I always kind of kept it bottled inside and I remember having like that rage thing that I talked about um, you know where I couldn't I couldn't express emotion I couldn't tell people how I was really feeling and that was one of the, the hardest things to overcome in recovery. It was, you know, uh, I need to tell somebody what's going on and I just can't do it. So it, my goal is to open that door and to start a conversation so that, you know, these kids um, can talk about what it is that's going on in their lives so that it doesn't have to be what it was for me or what it was for, you know, whoever's coming to speak with us that week. Um, You know, it's, it's something that I love to do. And, you know, I walk in there and I'm like, wow, what am I about to do right now? Like there's a thousand kids in this room and, uh, you know, you walk up there, your mind goes absolutely blank and then boom, you just, you just do it. And you're forced into the moment. And, uh, if you would have told me I'd be doing stuff like this, you know, nine and a half years ago, I would be like, you're crazy because there's no way that, you know, I'm going to be able to do that. I couldn't even have a conversation one-on-one with somebody. Never mind talk to 1,000 people or 1,500 people, or you know. sometimes there's less than that. Most of the time, there's less than that, but you know, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome to be able to for do those, that.
1: For those of us, uh, for those who are tuning in right now, or this is the first time watching. This is Jordan here. We're talking about the, um, the I Choose campaign. We're talking about his project, Upside, um, where Jordan has an opportunity to go and visit high schools and talk to high school students about his story of addiction, I just want to remind people, leave some comments, like the, give us some likes and some wows, if you love what Jordan is saying, we'll we'll do some Q&A in a little bit, but um, I have a question for you, Jordan, and this is, like, I want to know the real deal, dude, what is the biggest, like, the biggest reasoning, or the biggest issue, or things that you see, when you're going into schools, when you're talking to kids, like, what's, like, what is it that people are suffering with the most that's that's causing them you know maybe it's not drugs maybe it's other things or maybe it is drugs but what is it that is like that people are having the most trouble with
2: from the feedback that we get most of the feedback is is what they've learned um but i would say that a lot of these kids talk in uh you know they'll talk about a friend that might be struggling with something. They don't necessarily yeah. talk about themselves because, you know, uh, that might be too hard for them. But, um, you know, they'll talk about, oh, yeah, I'm worried about my friend. You know, uh, what do you think I should do in this situation? Or, you know, sometimes they'll come up and say, hey, you know, I got a parent that, uh, that has a problem and I don't know how to approach them. So there's a lot of different... Um...
1: But what's the common theme, man? What's the theme? that's like, that people are struggling with the most. What's the biggest struggle that kids are facing?
2: Uh, well, oh, so I think, you know, not being understood, I think is a big thing because they can't go and talk to their teachers because they think that they don't understand. Um, you know, usually when I, when I speak, I talk about how my, um, my stepfather used to give me these hour long lectures all the time. And I used to not think that they were getting through to me And, you know, it was like a lot, especially when I started getting in trouble and uh, I didn't think they were getting through to me. And, you know, I remember making choices uh, against what he told me. And then later on in life, I would realize that, wow, like he was right. Um, But at the time, I didn't think I could relate to him because he didn't understand what I was going through but the reason he was giving me this advice or wisdom was because he's been through some of these things, not to my extent, not with the drugs and stuff, but just life situations that, you know, you make poor choices, you get poor results and you continue to do that over and over. Um, you end up in a bad place and, uh, you know, whether it was his friends or whoever. Um, so, so there's that where, you know, people are, uh, afraid to speak up because they don't think people understand. And so that's kind of, like I said before, what what we're trying to do as far as, uh, you know, getting it out there that, you know, you can talk to people. Uh, yeah. In fact, if you ask for help, that's the only way. The only way you're going to get help is, is by asking for it because no yeah. one can read your mind. So yeah. they could see that there's a problem. But if you don't speak up, then, you know, you're not going to get help. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, man. Um, I think that, you know, I I know that you you know we don't know each other and stuff. I've been working as a filmmaker for um, for a long time now, professionally since like 2006, and uh, I've traveled around quite a bit, met a lot of people, and had an opportunity to share some of my work. And um, what I've seen is that it comes down to like loneliness and abandonment issues, man. Those are like the two things that I've found. That people are struggling with the most and um i don't know would you agree with that i mean are you seeing that i mean do you think that's part of the not feeling like fitting in and not understanding people feel lonely
2: yeah i could see that with um you know social media how everyone acts like they have everything you know all together Mm. and they really don't you know like i don't i'll tell you right now like (laughs) I, i don't have it all together um, you know, I'm sure you don't either. And, you know, that's the thing is that like we, everyone puts up these fronts where everything's perfect and everything's okay. And, you know, um, you know, obviously you don't want to go out there airing your dirty laundry all day, but, you know, like to be real with yourself and, and to kind of like see that that might be a problem in your life and, and put it down. It's something that I've done. You know, I don't really go, uh, except for like a business page. I don't, post much personal stuff. You won't see my son on the internet, not going to happen. Um, not interested in that stuff because it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, add to my life. You know, it actually, I personally, I think, uh, it it takes from my life because I'm wasting time. I could be spending time with my family and instead I'm posting a picture of them hoping that someone likes it. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, Mm. and you know, for business reasons, it's great, but, um, you know, so to get caught up in that whole mindset of, of you know, I'm lonely, I'm going to post a picture, hope someone likes it. That's a real thing, you know. Um, yeah. I think we all deal with that, too, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, it comes down to acceptance again, you know. It's just in a different, different school. Instead of being physical world, we're in a digital world of acceptance, you know, with likes and comments and um, friends. Um, if anything, I mean, it's uh, – it's very, very interesting, and there's plenty of studies right now that show the endorphins go off in our brain when we post up a picture on Instagram. We get X amount of likes, or or how if we don't get certain likes, how that can actually determine our feelings as well in a negative way. You know, so I think there's um, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that's going to come out over the future. I think that's interesting that you don't put up any personal stuff for your son or anything like that. That's super interesting. I know that's today. It's not about whether you share or not. It's about how much you share.
2: Yeah. People do some weird things, man. See, like, I don't even <laughs> want to get into that, you know, cause I don't want to offend anybody, any of my friends, but, um, you know, it's just, I, I took a step back and mainly cause my girlfriend, you know, didn't want it. And I took a step back and I started to see like, you know, I mean, some people can't go anywhere without posting 25, 30 pictures. And yeah, it's like, is it, is it for them or is it for you? And, so that's just you know my piece on that. i just uh, I'm just not interested in doing that, but um yeah, I yeah. heard somebody
1: say one time, you know are you in love with the game? Or are you there for the trophies?" I think that's a really interesting way to put it, especially if you're you know talking about business and just you know posting stuff up and that kind of thing. So let me ask you a question, man what was it what was your choice? you were going through you know these these rough times you know what was it that was your choice with Eddie? You know we ended the film. we were going to end the film with "I choose sobriety." uh that was the original idea when we were setting out, and when we went and filmed him that day, um, we found that it was really hope that was um that was his choice that got him through what he was going through. What was your choice?
2: That's a good question You know I was in a situation in in that rehab where I went against. You know, i was telling people five minutes before how good i'm gonna do i'm gonna put the money back that i stole i'm gonna do all these things i'm gonna be an example for my brother and sister and you know i walked into my room in the rehab and this kid had a pill in his hand and he like chucked it to me because he was nervous you know i caught him with a pill and i just took it and i ate it and then i asked him what it was so that's when i realized like this is this is a serious problem that I have here. Like, obviously, I've been in a bunch of rehabs at this point. I know there's a problem, but I'm in a safe place, and I get presented with an opportunity to, to do the right thing, but I also get presented with the opportunity to to do the wrong thing, and I can't even choose whether or not to do the right thing or the wrong thing. It's like, boom, it just happens to me. And when it happened, I remember – kind of being upset, but like, you know, what's next? Like, where's the other stuff? Because I know there's more stuff, you know, I knew there was more stuff in the rehab. The kid told me and uh, it wasn't until like a a week later where I kind of winded down and I stopped searching and I wanted to, um, you know, I I guess I wanted to understand like what really happened there. And I just, I wanted to find truth. You know, I wanted to find, I wanted to find out why, can I go away to rehab and, and get clean? Like, am I cursed? Like, what's the problem here? Mm. So I started listening, you know, so um, I started listening to people that were qualified uh, for my attention and I started to do things that I never did. So I guess where I chose it, I chose to take action instead of waiting for something to happen. Um, mm. So, you know, I love I, that. I, so choosing, choosing action
1: instead of waiting for something to happen.
2: That's it, I guess. There it is.
1: I like that, man. No, that's deep, because I think that, again, this this show is really, you know, I mean, right now we have our I Choose Hope, which is about, you know, Eddie's story and addiction and all that, but, I mean, it's bigger than that. Like, this whole I Choose thing is about reminding everybody, no matter where they are in their life, no matter what their struggles are, that, like, each one of us, you know, is one choice away from changing our circumstances forever. Like, that's the truth, you know? And – um. And, you know, it's personal for me, too, because I got my own stuff that I'm going through. I mean, we're all human. We all go through this stuff, you know? So it's like, you know, I have choices that I make every day. We all do. Um, But I just get sick and tired. You know, I I live in New York. You know, you walk through, like, Times Square, and you see a 1,000 advertisements telling you who to be, what to look like, uh, what's cool, what's not. And I just wanted to do something different, man, that was about inspiring people and reminding them that like you know asking them the question like who are they rather than telling them who they are you know
2: yeah that's awesome instead of telling people who they are asking them who they are yeah I like that yeah
1: so all right man well listen I'm you know I mean we'll talk for a little bit longer I'd like to keep these things like around 20 minutes and stuff I know we got a late start if there's anyone out there who's listening right now who's got some questions for Jordan please tune in here or, or leave a comment right now we'd love to do some like Q&A um eddie writes i choose action susanna writes taking control of your life um we've got a couple of questions we got people saying here that fitting in was one of their issues um let's see there was a question here talking about adhd do you have adhd
2: you know it's been a while since i talked to a psychologist but um i was told that i do have you know, ADD. I was told I to had ADHD. I was told that I have uh, ODD, which you know, <laughs> I don't. Most people don't even know what that is. Oppositional Defiant Disorder. And I was in high school, so I, you know, I got in trouble, like I said. And then something else. Uh, <laughs> there's another one. Oh, ELD. So I was labeled with a lot of things. So I had a lot of reasons why uh, I didn't have to do my work, or I had a lot of reasons why teachers were telling me like, you like, this is your problem. You can't focus. And I was like, yeah, it sounds good. You know, it's hard to focus. But uh, if I had people telling me like, you know, you can do it, then maybe I would have tried harder to focus instead of Dude, like putting I it love away. That.
1: Yeah, I love that. You I know? love that, man. You got to Yeah. Give me some more of that, because I think that's the thing, man. I think that like instead of people, I feel sometimes like I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a doctor, but I feel like labels can can become excuses, you know, rather than um, you know, inspiring people to, like, get out there and go get it.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I mean, just about every day I have to go against that, you know, that I can't focus, I can't pay attention, I can't stay on track. I go against that every day. So, you know, I'm kind of used to it. Sometimes sometimes I really don't like it, and then other times it works to my advantage, you know, obsessing over things, mm-hmm. um, you know, certain things that, that – things that need to get done you know obsessing over those will get them done but obsessing over stuff that doesn't help you that actually hurts you like uh you know just that anxious you know wondering what's next or wondering you know uh, what am I going to be when I grow up because that's that's a big thing I think for a lot of people including myself um you know I'm 32 years old and I feel like I'm 15 you know maybe 16 uh so like you know, that's that's one of those things where it's like, uh, is this ever gonna so if I do have these problems that, you know, I was labeled with as a kid, um, are they ever gonna go away? So having that thought about these type of things can get to you, you know. But um, you know, like uh meditation um is something that I don't do as much as I would like to. I've I've you know, done some pretty cool stuff with meditation, went away for like You know, I did a 10 day silent meditation retreat where I didn't speak for 10 days. Um, You know, I've been to like Thailand on on a trip for like 30 days and, uh, you know, touched on on meditation, Uh, not to like go. Well, we went there to learn about it and then ended up just kind of doing our own thing and like riding scooters, you know, every day and just hanging out on the beach and, you know, you know, as, as people say, that's a form of meditation, doing something that you love and hanging out at the beach is is a, is a pretty cool thing to do, especially when you're thousands of miles away and, uh, you're disconnected from what you know as reality. Um, it's like when you go on vacation, you feel more comfortable. You got nothing to worry about. No, no one you know is around, You, you know, you could, uh, you know, walk down the beach and be comfortable with yourself in a totally different way. And, um, so yeah, so like, Uh, meditation has been something that I've been on and off with for all. I mean, since I got sober, it's part of, you know, my building blocks in the beginning, part of my foundation. So I always go to it when things are like tough, you know, when I'm struggling. Uh, So that's, that's definitely a big thing. Um, You know, and if it's not meditation, you could think of it as mindfulness, just thinking about, um, you know, peace and and serenity and all these things. Uh, You know, you could be in Times Square, in the craziness of everything. And you could, you know, take your focus and put it somewhere else, somewhere quiet while all these things are going on, you could be so quiet. So, you know, that's kind of like what I picked up um, about that.
1: Got some comments here. Meditation is key. A lot of people like, liking when you're saying talk about meditation question, many say fitting in is the issue. How do you think schools, families, and friends um, what can schools, families, and friends do to see signs and not push the kids out but actually help them?
2: I think that's a question for the, for the professionals in the field because that's a tough one. You know, I think it takes good leadership. Like, we've been to some schools where the, the teachers and the principals are, like, solid. Like, the communication skills are on another level. Um, And then you go to some other schools and it's like, wow, this place is a mess. And, you know, not to judge them, you know, it's not that I'm guessing it's not easy to to control uh, high school students. It's Probably one of the hardest things that you could do. But, um, you know, it's got to take communication and, and a strong foundation. And I think that would probably come from someone who has a background in psychology and, you know, like to really help them, not just someone's opinion like mine. But, um, yeah, so I don't know if that answers the question.
1: Eddie writes, in my opinion, you're as close to a professional as it gets, bud.
2: Wow. Thanks, Eddie. (laughs) Dude, I
1: think, you know, I think that's the thing, man. I think it comes down to experience, too. It's not all about, um, it's not about all what you read in a book, you know. It's about, it's about living life and experiencing things, you know. I think there's a lot of, a lot of knowledge and a lot of wisdom that you have to offer, you know, and, um. And I'm, I'm super grateful, man, that we had an opportunity to meet here. I love the fact that you're doing this whole uh, upside thing. I, think that's, I just think that's incredible, man. I mean, you know, I'm wishing you the best with that. And, um, you know, I hope you know, that after this conversation, you know, you and I could keep in touch if you'd like. And if there's opportunities that, you know, come about where I could, I could bring some attention to that, I would love to do that, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely. That's awesome.
1: I think it would be Appreciate great, man. It. I love what you're doing, you know? Look, man. This whole entire community, the reason we're doing this on Facebook and our Instagram, for those out there who are watching who are not familiar, it's at I Choose series. But um, it's all about building this community, man, and supporting each other. And it doesn't matter, like, what people are going through. Like, everyone's going through some kind of shit. That's the reality of life. Everyone's going through something. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm a strong believer, and I get a lot of, like, flack for this. You know, people always say, like, oh, don't judge, don't judge but I believe that we have been like blessed with intelligence and heart. And we know the difference between right and wrong and we can make judgment calls based on universal truths, you know? And so, um, if somebody out there is doing the wrong thing, I think it's okay to judge them and let them know, Hey, yo, you're doing the wrong thing. That's what being a brother, that's what being a parent, that's what being a mother, that's what being a father, that's what being a friend is about. It's about reaching out to people who are struggling and say, yo, you're better than this, you know, yeah. um, and I think that people are afraid to do that, especially today. People are afraid of confrontation because, you know, and I'm not going to get political or anything, but I think that everything's okay now. And so if everything's okay, yeah, nothing not... wrong. <laughs> and that's not the reality, you know, and I think that people are struggling with that. And, um, I think it's okay to make judgment calls because there is, there is universal truth, and we can, we can have discussions about that, and we can talk. And I think that if you value other people, other human beings, then you should be able to be man enough or woman enough or person enough to be like, yo, you're not doing the right thing. You know, and, and of course, you know, don't, don't end it there, but like help them out. Help that person out. You know, that's what we're called to do as human beings. You know, So anyway... Um I'm super grateful man. Thank you for being on the show tonight.
2: Thank you. Thanks Eddie. I really really Eddie, really thanks appreciate Eddie it. for you know leading the way. Um you know with this whole thing cuz like I said I mentioned earlier I didn't mention on this on this uh live Dude, but that, that video is was- amazing and I remember watching it and being like holy uh, I almost cursed. sorry. <laughs> I remember watching it and being like wow like like this guy's good and uh mm-hmm. you know you got a gift, man. That's that's you know the, all those angles and whatever you were doing. I, don't, I could imagine you know it was probably doing some weird stuff, holding the camera this way and you know behind the scenes type stuff. But uh, you know it, it came out awesome and uh, definitely keep it up, man. You know you got a gift, Dude, man.
1: So. We we had a good team together. You know I had my uh, my guy with me, my creative partner Ryan, and um, and you know
2: I'm just grateful
1: that Eddie gave us the opportunity to share his story. I can't believe it's been viewed. 28,000 times and shared as much. Wow, Instagram I didn't even know ads.
2: that.
1: Dude, people are loving it, man. If you haven't seen it yet, I would definitely, you know, share share what we're doing, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely check it out. Anyone that's watching. Yeah.
1: So, all right. Well, I just want to say thanks again, man. It's been a real pleasure. So I'm grateful, man. Thank any you. Any last, any last words of wisdom?
2: No. I mean, I, I just love the tagline, you are the lead in your life story. Because, uh, you know, the one one thing that I learned, I guess it was like a year ago, I learned that uh, our stories are everything, not the story that we tell, but the story we think about ourselves. So like if we have something that happens to us as a kid or something that happens in our life, um, we tend to carry that around with us and that's our identity. And, you know, odds are that we were looking at it from a different angle than we could. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we could change that bad mental image of that one story, you know, or our whole life, but uh, we could change that mental image of that angle and and just change the angle and look at it from a different way. And, you know, I I guess in that tagline that that's what I got out of that. And, uh, you know, I just I appreciate, you know, being part of this thing and, uh, you know, the 20 minute live I, I can't see the clock but however long it, it it lasted um you know I really appreciate that time and uh Dude, thank you, you know, man thank you. I
1: appreciate I appreciate your time man and I hope that um you know if you're cool with it I'd love to to revisit revisit another conversation in the future man
2: Yeah definitely 100% yeah.
1: Thanks man All right well thank you so much Jordan it's been a pleasure
2: All right thanks
0: So after we finish with Jordan we brought in our commentator Eddie Yo
3: what's up man how you doing
1: doing great man what'd you think
3: dude that was awesome that was awesome really good good stuff dude i mean it just i mean i was sitting here watching and it just went full circle for me you know um dude you were super
1: inspired by your by your video
3: dude well that's what i'm saying about going full circle you know 10 days sober i was in a rehab and jordan came in you know seven years ago Hmm. and he must have had you know a year sober or something like that, and I mean, where I was at that moment in my life, mentally, um, I wasn't ready. I wasn't. I wasn't sure that it was, you know, possible for me. And when Jordan came in, a young guy on fire for life, and you could feel it, you could tell. Um, I think he just, you know, changed my life. You know, I, <laughs> and to have him on the show tonight, it just goes full circle. You know, it's wild.
1: So you were in you were in rehab and Jordan came to your rehab and talked?
3: Yeah. Yep. Wow. So that's the thing with Jordan. I mean, I knew he would be perfect for the show. That's why I reached out to you. That's why well he actually reached out to me first, but you know, he talked about taking action. You know, yeah, I and love that, that that I love that. I mean, what is a choice without action? You yeah. know, it's it's one thing to make that choice, but to take the action and follow up, that's everything. And um Jordan's just been the epitome of that, you know, the entire time I've known him. From that day that I met him in that rehab, like, that was just his way of taking action and being proactive in his recovery and in his life. And, yeah, he's just, you know, I'm super proud of him, and it's awesome, man.
1: Yeah. Dude, I think that was the thing I got from this episode the most was um, was when he was just talking about, like, that whole action piece, you know? It's like... I don't know, man. We think we think about all these things in our heads sometimes, but like and ideas are great. I mean, that's where it starts. You got to make that choice, you know, but then um, immediate action needs to follow every choice.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Eddie. And thanks for everybody who tuned in tonight for episode four of the I Choose series we're super grateful for um for all the comments and the likes and stuff we'd love to know where you guys are watching from if you have any other questions from the show please feel free to leave some comments um even in the rebroadcast some likes that would be awesome and if you love what we're doing and you want to be on the show you can send a direct message we'd love to have you on and share your story um we are booked up for all of december and the first two weeks of january which is sick I'm so excited. And there's so many new people. It's awesome, man. Dude, new people coming on board and, um, you know, guys, girls. I mean, it's it's really cool. People want to share their story. And I'm so grateful that, like, for what we're doing here,
3: man. So thank you, Yeah, Eddie. dude. All right, man. Later. Later,
0: guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the I Choose Series podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the same handle, at I Choose Series. Please share this with your friends and family, and it would mean the world to me if you'd consider subscribing to this podcast, giving us a good review, telling your friends and family. Thanks so much, everybody.